You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now locked and loaded for daily fantasy glory. DFS Lineup Lock, sponsored by DailyRoto.com, begins now. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to yet another edition of Lineup Lock Live right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network on Dish TV as well. Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata. Tony, you are looking less incredible than when I saw you yesterday morning. My question for you is, did your lineups yesterday have good juju or not? Uh, you know, some did, some didn't. Uh, yeah, it was an okay day. Not great day. The scores were down a little bit yeah. yesterday. And um, you looked at some of the situations there. Philip Rivers uh, and Andy Dalton didn't get off to the big days. Carson Wentz, the people's choice. Uh, the people came just outside the money. And the poor people, the poor people wanted Juju Schuster, but he wasn't available for that tournament. Yeah, they did want to have the good juju, and if they did, they would have been rewarded with some big plays. You said that scores were down. They were down everywhere except in the Pacific Northwest, where it looks like Deshaun Watson may be showing himself to be an elite quarterback regardless of age, regardless of experience. And then also, Tony, we I know we've been talking basketball, we've been talking football, but this World Series has been won for the ages, huh, Tony? Let me ask you something. Do you think this bullpen love has gone a little bit too far? Like tomorrow, if Rich Hill is going four innings and he's got six strikeouts already and only given up one run, you think they're going to go right back to the bullpen or are they going to eschew the analytics and maybe let the guy throw some balls? No, Rich Hill will be one of those guys. Unfortunately, the Dodgers have two guys that can't get deep in the game. He's been pitching like that all year long. Uh, so he won't get in it. I think when you look back, last year baseball changed everything with the way Aldis Chapman was using Andrew Miller. And I think a lot of these uh, teams went to their bullpens early in these postseason, mm-hmm. even during a three out of five during the one. And now it's rearing its ugly head on what's going on there. Yeah, absolutely. But today, Tony, we are going to focus on a nine-game slate in the association. All right, we got the Spurs at the Celtics. We got the T-Wolves and the Heat. But we got some interesting high over-under totals. Okay, we got a high total in New Orleans, Magic and Pelicans. We got a pretty high total of 221 out in L.A. as the Golden State Warriors uh, come to town in a California matchup. And also, we got a high total in Houston with the Philadelphia 70. Sixers coming to town. Uh, which game do you think will have the most fantasy goodness tonight on the slate? Well, you know, the one that's, uh, that's most interesting to me is the one involving the New Orleans Pelicans and yeah. the Orlando Magic. The Magic have really been getting up and down the court, and their games have been high uh, this year. And now you get DeMarcus Cousins, and you, and you get Anthony Davis and that crew up against these guys. And I think that game, to me, is the most interesting uh, one on the agenda tonight. But the, like you said, there are a couple of games there. Uh, so I'm looking at that one as the, the key one. Fair enough. You mentioned Anthony Davis. The question is, can we trust his health? And I know we like Aaron Gordon a little bit in that matchup, but the fact that he's got Boogie and a Anthony Davis in the paint roaming may curtail some of our expectations there. When we come back, we're still doing the polls at the Tony Sincata. The positions may be a little bit different than if you've been watching us over the last couple of weeks. We dive deep into this nine-game slate in the NBA tonight. It's Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata right here. Lineup Lock Live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. 
friends? If you want to win at Fantasy Sports, wouldn't you listen to people who have already won at Fantasy Sports? I'm here to tell you about DailyRoto.com. Don't be intimidated by the Draft Kings and FanDuel Sharks, even the Fantasy Draft Sharks. The guys at DailyRoto.com have not only won a million dollars amongst one of the writers, but they've created three others. That's four people who have won millionaire contests from this content alone. Don't be fooled by screenshots talking about $25,000 winners from other places. Go to DailyRoto.com where they have a proven track record of creating millionaires. DailyRoto.com. Tell them Greg Sussman sent you. Welcome back to Lineup Lock Live right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata. Today and every day we are brought to you by DailyRoto.com. Hey, Tony, I mentioned we got nine games on the NBA slate. I identified some with the highest totals. Tony, there are three games that have totals under 195 up there in Boston and Memphis in the Grindhouse and out there in Utah. Let me ask you something because I know we look to some of these numbers, right, pace of play, over-under totals. Do you kind of like just stay away from those games altogether or do you still mine for some golden nuggets in games like that with very low totals yeah most of the time 99 percent of the time i would look elsewhere uh for that i mean you wouldn't look at the two teams that are involved San antonio spurs and the utah jazz historically for the last couple of seasons uh they've been teams that are very good defensively and a lot of the play we can break down by position each team that the defense and they're one and two in every category whether it's against points guards shooting guards uh power forwards they just across the board are always one and two against all the positions so in most cases there isn't it would have to be a small slate for us to look there for some love all right, fair enough, but we have nine games on the slate in the association tonight, so let's get started. As usual, though, guys, we do the poll questions up on Twitter at the Tony Sincata at Spittin' Speeds. We usually are talking quarterbacks and receivers. Today, we're focusing on the NBA, and we're going to start with the point guard potential, okay? So we've got up a poll right now. These are DraftKings prices right now. Do you prefer at point guard James Harden at 11200 Goran Dragic at 6500 Damian Lillard at 8700 or Mike Conley at 7100 Let me ask you, Tony, are these your top four plays of the night? I know at least when we do it in football, you kind of rank them. So are these your top four point guards for tonight? Yeah, they are. James Harden on some of the sites you can use as a shooting guard. So these are the top four guys. Now, James Harden hasn't put up that big game that we're used to uh, uh, seeing from. But tonight, he is just playing the absolute worst defensive team. Uh, They go at a decent pace for people tonight. And I think tonight's the night where you can absolutely go ahead and use him. There are cheap guys out there that we can go ahead and you can afford the salary and one of those guys, of course, will be Jarrett Jack from the New York mm-hmm. Knicks. Uh, how they defeated the Cleveland Cavaliers the other night. Jarrett Jack played 34 minutes. So if you need some salary cap relief uh, to fit a guy like that uh, in your lineup, Jarrett Jack is a guy that is certainly in play tonight. All right, fair enough. What about a guy like Drew Holiday? Uh, because I know his team has a high implied total. You know, the opponent in Orlando doesn't necessarily, you know— uh hold him down much. So what about a guy like that only at uh, 7,100 on DraftKings? 37 minutes per game he's playing. Now, he's the third option behind AD and Cousins, right? So you just got to be mindful of that. Uh, But Orlando, the third highest pace in the NBA this season. So absolutely, 
he's a guy who can go there. I like him a little bit over Conley. Uh, depending on the price difference of where you are, I would go Holiday in the up-tempo game over Conley. All right, fair enough. Matt. You're teaching me that we got to look at some of the opponents in terms of their defense that's being played and why that might yes. be a, a good look for Drew Holiday. Uh, would it be safe to say that the opposite is true tonight for a guy like Damian Lillard going up against Toronto who might be able to defense the point guard pretty well? When you look at Damian Lillard tonight, he's one of those guys that, you know, a lot of times will say, you know what, is there a defense that uh, can stop this guy? Lillard's a guy that takes a ton of shots and absolutely lights it up. Now, it's a decent matchup defensively, but not great, and he just gets so much of the usage rate in that Portland offense, and the price is not up there with the top guards in the league that I think that he will be able to cash in uh, tonight and get right around what we need for him to get uh, based on the game where he's going to throw the ball up a ton. Him and Stephen Curry both in the same position where they're high-priced guys. They don't have great matchups, but you could put Lillard and Curry in every night, and I'll never tell you it's a bad play. Fair enough. And I was going to ask you also about the chef, Steph Curry. You know, and I, I don't know the, way, the best way to frame this, but... The Golden State Warriors are one of those teams that, you know, sometimes these guys aren't playing in the fourth quarter. Sometimes Klay Thompson goes for 40. Sometimes Kevin Durant goes for 40. How can you tell? They remind me kind of of Patriot running backs, Tony. How do you know which Golden State Warrior is going to be primed to uh, carry the weight of scoring for this team? You, you, You don't know, but you know what's the one thing is that the coach really, Kerr is one of those guys uh, that regardless of the score, realizes that, hey, we got a different dynamic than every other team in the league. We got all these superstars, and I got to keep them all happy. And he leaves those guys out sometimes in the games when they're up 30 and 40 points. Now, they haven't been playing that well this year, mm. that they've been up 30 or 40. It'll come because they are by far the best team in the league. So right now, I would leave them out there. I wouldn't worry about blowouts. And a little later in the year, I'll tell you the truth, Kerr will leave these guys out there to get theirs. Now, especially guys coming off the bad games with Golden State, then they go out of the way to make sure they get the ball. It's much like the wide receivers in the National Football League. Okay, the last guy I want to ask you about specifically in this poll is Goran Dragic um, out there. Now, am I right, though, that they've kind of like shortened up their rotation so maybe he's actually going to get more minutes than we even see in, their kind of, in the kind of averages? I'm seeing right now that he's averaging just shy of 34 minutes, but in the last few games he's been out there for longer, right? Yeah, 36, 37 minutes in the last two games. You have a 217 total in a three-point spread, so we don't have any – uh, blowout in this game right here. And his usage rate without Hassan Whiteside playing is 26%. So you can look at that. He's gone up in every single statistical category with Hassan Whiteside. Minutes played, usage rate, uh, points per game. It's all gone up. And that's the one thing you have to do when you're looking at the NBA is when guys are out of the lineup, you have to take those stats and find out exactly what goes on and where the usage goes. Because people think, oh, someone just steps in. Well, someone steps in for Hassan Whiteside. They're not going to get the ball like he does. Right. Those minutes and those distributions go to people already in the lineup. Okay, fair enough. So right now, it actually looks like the uh, the fans out there on Lineup Lock Live are voting for Damian Lillard at 8,700. Tony, are you comfortable starting your lineups tonight with Damian Lillard at 8,700? 
Yeah, I think Drogic is a guy that I would start at the guard there because of the price tag there. But Damon Lillard, I don't have a problem with any of these guys. But to me, the one guy, if I had to pick one out of the group based on the salary, it would be Goran Drogic. I think that we're in a game. Minnesota, it was crazy. They bring in Tom Thibodeau, who's a great, great defensive coach. And he took the worst team in the league defensively, moved them from last to 20th. And now they brought in Jimmy Butler this year. I'm interested to see where they go this year. But notoriously, we're talking about a bottom 10 team in the NBA as far as defense goes. Fair enough. Hey, can I ask you about one more point guard You know that has name value but hasn't been anywhere on this poll? And that's Kyrie Irving out there on uh, Boston. I would just assume kind of as the layman that especially with that gruesome injury to Gordon Hayward that uh, – you know, Kyrie's usage might even go up higher than, and it's probably already very, very high, no? It's already very high. He's playing well. This gets back to what we talked about with the low total. He's got the San Antonio Spurs, right. and the Spurs do such a great job there. So Kyrie Irvin, if you want to play him tonight. Contrarian? It would be a contrarian play. Like it, it, There's a chance that it could actually happen. Right, but I wouldn't go there. I just don't go against the Spurs. I think you take it one of those things. Like to me, it's the Spurs and Utah Jazz. I just stay away from them unless I'm in a small slate each and every night, and it saves you on most nights. But there'll be one of those two nights. It's like, hey, you know what? You can go out and win yourself a tournament. Fair enough, baby Tony. I gotta find the basketball uh, analogy of zigging when other people are zagging because that might be happening. You know, Kyrie is, is you know the the possibility is there no matter what. But absolutely, as you mentioned San Antonio obviously one of the best in the league at defending the point guard position but right now 33% of the people like Damian Lillard 24% are split on Drogic and Harden and only 19% going in on Mike Conley that price tag for the beard looks a little bit too high Tony in general do you think this is a night where we're going to be spending up for guards or spending up for guys in the front court later on in the show you know, it's so funny. I started out uh, spending up on guards, and uh, I've been sitting here and tinkering with my lineup ever since the show started. Mm-hmm. And, and now I'm, I'm uh, going cheap at guard and going strong at power forward. So uh, I think you go either way, but I, I think the power forward, the value is there. Uh, we have three guys that are uh, top of the line when we get to the power forwards. All right, fair enough. Listen, right. we're going to take a quick break in a minute here on Lineup Lock Live presented by DailyRoto.com. But remember, if you want to follow along with our show, hit us up on Twitter at the Tony Sincata at Spit and Speeds as well. What we're going to do is we're going to take a look at the shooting guards up next. Uh, Tony's top four plays for tonight's slate include Josh Richardson at 5,100, JJ Redick at 47, Jimmy Butler at 7,000, and Dion Waiters at 4,200. Tony, this seems like another place where we may be uh, shopping for some values at the shooting guard position, huh? Well, we could be shooting, uh, definitely shooting guys tonight. They're light as far as salary goes. James Harden, and then it drops way down. All right, fair enough. When we come back, Tony's going to tell you why he likes some of these bargains and what will Jimmy Butler do in that Minnesota Timberwolves offense. It's Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata right here on Lineup Lock Live, presented by DailyRoto.com today and every day, and brought to you right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Shooting guards up next. Hey, I'm Melissa. And I'm Jill. And we're the interns. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network and DKMS want to send you to Minnesota this February. All you have to do is play our big game trivia challenge sponsored by DKMS. 
starting next week, answer four questions right, and you're heading to the big game. Tune in to find out when the contest will be running. So what are you waiting for? Play the Big Game Trivia Challenge sponsored by DKMS, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to Line of Lock Live right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We're presented by DailyRoto.com. Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata. Tony, it's time for us to dive into some of these shooting guards. We got a poll question up with Tony's top four plays of the day, and it's Josh Richardson at 5,100, J.J. Redick at 4,700, Jimmy Butler at 7,000, and Dion Waiters at 4,200. Tony, two of these guys are members of the Miami Heat, I do believe. Um... Can't you only pick one of them, or could you go with both? Oh, of them? you you can play. Both will get playing time tonight, so you'll you'll be able to uh, get that as they'll go uh, small here with Dion Waiters and Josh Richardson. Uh, Waiters has been dealing with an ankle injury, some some so, so he's going to be a guy. Uh, that we don't have an update on as far as we go. We expect him to get more playing time. Josh Richardson has picked up the scoring pace, uh, and Bull absolutely can be a guy you can use there. They play one play short, small guard, the shooting guard, and Josh Richardson plays a small forward position uh, most of the time. But they're listed both at shooting guard and small forward on DraftKings, so you have the dual eligible position eligibility there. I'll tell you what, Richardson is a guy that – he has always been a guy that's been intrigued, but it just doesn't get enough playing time. And now he's been able to get the ball in his hands more without Hassan Whiteside in that lineup. And I think he's the guy there. Deion Waiters has no conscience. Uh, he's a guy that will just keep shooting, keep shooting, and keep shooting. So it's good and bad. There's no negatives in daily fantasy for shooting percentage. So he's always a decent play. Yeah, right. As you know, DFS, there's not any ratio stats here. We're just compiling and keep on you know, pushing the score up the hill, the proverbial hill, as it were. We don't have to worry about percentages. Yo, Tony, one guy in the shooting guard um, position who went off yesterday is uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. for the New York Knicks. As the New York Knicks surprisingly get a W against the Cleveland Cavaliers. They're here tonight in a battle for New York against the Brooklyn Nets. Let me ask you something. This is the second night of a back-to-back, you know, kind of schedule for the Knicks. And... You know, Hardaway being a jump shooter, do you think that jump shooters suffer more than, say, a low post player on the second night of a back-to-back? I've seen, like, these three-point shooting contests when they get tired legs by the last round. Does, Does that apply here for a guy like Hardaway Jr.? Absolutely. I think that's one of the things you look for, even though he's a young player and he could go off. That was one of the reasons why I thought the Golden State Warriors before Kevin Durant couldn't go and, and be successful every year because they used to be a bunch of jump shooters and then they bring Durant in and he has a low post presence as well as be able to play the outside and I thought that changed things up where now this team's unbeatable uh, when you play him and when you live and die by the jump shot you're going to have good games you're going to have bad games and when you play back to back nights Hardaway was unconscious last night you expect that that being said on FanDuel that price tag is really low tonight it's under 5000 bucks. he is certainly in play over there and worthy of a risk on there. DraftKings, his price is a little more elevated. I'd probably be looking elsewhere. Fair enough, fair enough. You mentioned Tony Dion Waiters as a Syracuse
Syracuse alum myself. I certainly saw the uh, evidence of him having no conscience. And it's not like he was even good in college. He just showed <laughs> what people thought was like an NBA kind of skill set, and he got drafted. All right, so uh, right now, Tony um, – The people, though, are tied between Josh Richardson, who you mentioned, and Jimmy Butler. But Jimmy Butler is going to be much more expensive to get in your lineup. He's going at 7,000 on DraftKings tonight. But are people like both Richardson and Butler at 33%? Would you spend the extra money for Jimmy Butler tonight? Here's the thing on Jimmy Butler, which is interesting. The $7,200 price tag, he's hit that value 76% of the time last year, right? I thought that number was incredible. Uh, when you look at it, because Chicago wasn't a great offensive team, and a lot of times he was doing that alone. So there's both ways to look at that. One, he has more mouths to feed in Minnesota. So does that number, the 76% of the time, come down and maybe be only 50 or 60% of the time? Or does he have more chances for assists? Does he have more chances for stale? Do they score more points and he's involved there? I go with the latter. I think it's harder for Jimmy Butler to hit that uh, $7,200 price tag. So the 76%, I think, is a high. I think he's at 50 60%. So I think it's a decent play, but not a great play. All right, fair enough. Let's start to go into the front court, Tony, where you mentioned you may be more likely to spend a little bit of money tonight. When I look at the small forward and I look at the options on our poll, remember, these are Tony Sincata, the Tony Sincata's top four plays at the small forward position tonight. You can check it along on our poll at the Tony Sincata at Spit and Speeds. We've got Aaron Gordon. Gordon at 7,500. Danilo Gallinari, who's like Danny Amendola with his mom making the best meatballs. Kevin Durant at 9,800. And then Harrison Barnes at 5,300. Tony, a lot of people right here are going with Aaron Gordon at 7,500. But I told you, I'm a little bit concerned when he's going to have to be up against the trees with uh, Boogie Cousins and Anthony Davis. I know this is a guy who could jam it on home, but... uh, with all that traffic in the paint, does that concern you at all today? No, it doesn't. It actually might benefit him because okay. he actually he actually has played well so far this year uh, shooting jump shots from the outside and has actually hit some three-point range. Now, where it does bother you is if they expect him to cover one of these guys, all of a sudden we're going to pick up fouls. So on the defensive end, I'm worried about that if he's mm. asked to cover one of these guys here, which most teams – this is the hard part when you're early in the season. Most teams would not put their marquee score on one of those two guys for this reason. You get another guy out there, a guy that likes to play aggressive defense. They don't really have that in Orlando, and that could be part of the problem. Nikolai Vukovic will probably be on DeMarcus Cousins, and that second guy could be Aaron Gordon, who will draw Anthony Davis, and he could get himself in some foul trouble. Okay, fair enough. Let me ask you about Gallinari. Um, Listen, Tony, 38 minutes, 38 minutes, 39 minutes. I like it when my guys are on the court and have the potential to get me some stats. That seems like a minute. uh, That seems like a number that is popping out to me when I see the uh, minutes per game of some of the other options here at Small Forward tonight. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I like what I see there. The only concern you're going to have in the back of your head is if uh, Golden State gets out and blows these guys out. But LA's been playing good, and the Golden State hasn't played very well. So I think we can't overthink it all we want. But this guy's right there, and he plays with the first and second unit. So basically, a Blake Griffin will stay out there for 9 or 10 minutes. 
Uh, Gallinari will come out in the first quarter, six or seven minutes into the game, and then he'll get playing time with the second unit and the first unit, and then he can make some hay against the second team. And I think that's one of the things that gets lost in how good this guy is. And he can bang him from three-point land. Then he goes out underneath, and he can play there. He's done both. This was a great acquisition by the Clippers. You look at the small forward position tonight. If you're not going to pay up for Kevin Durant, I have concerns about Aaron Gordon. Danilo Gallinari is actually a little safer to me uh, than a lot of these guys we're talking about. All right, fair enough. But, Tony, let me ask you about one other small forward that's catching my eye at 6,800 on DraftKings. I'm talking about Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins, his team has a high implied total, right? He has a huge usage rate up around 26%. Facing Miami, who doesn't look to be a dominant defense, what do you think about Wiggins? The problem I have with Wiggins is that he's a one-trick pony. And what I mean by that is that he basically has got to score points. He doesn't do anything else. So I need Wiggins to get out there. And there are games where he absolutely does it, right? You look at it, he had 28 fantasy points in his last game, right? 28 fantasy points. And when you look at points, right, he had 14. He had 28 fantasy points, 21. He had 16 fantasy points. He only had seven. He had, 20, he had 46 fantasy points against Oklahoma City. That time he can't make seven rebounds. We just don't see that enough. He had four assists in that game. All this season, the last three games, two assists is the most he's had, and rebounds is three. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. You have compelled me that Andrew Wiggins may be a one-trick pony. Let me give you someone else who's certainly not and is filling up the box score. I'm talking about who I believe will be rookie of the year in his second season. It's Ben Simmons, right? Ben Simmons, let me tell you something. That game in Houston, high over-under total, high implied total, and this is a guy who fills up all parts of the stat sheet and is not reliant on points. Is it a question of the price tag being too high? Because I think it's gotten up over nine grand. Yeah, it has. I mean, I haven't used this guy once, and I feel like now I'm like, Jesus, you missed the boat. But to be honest, right, he's putting up 45 fantasy points per game, right? Sounds good to me. Fantasy points. Yeah, he threw a 51 up last game and a 55 up two games ago, 42, 42. He's playing 34 minutes a game. To be honest, in this matchup against Houston, it's not a bad play. I feel like I missed the boat, right? This guy was six, dollars $7,000 to start the year right. off. Now his price tag's growing like so crazy. But he keeps delivering. I mean, you absolutely could play him. Fair enough. It sounds like, uh, you know, he's almost like the version of Deshaun Watson here in the NBA. Like, will the pricing catch up? Tony, we are still early in the season. Is there some inefficiencies there before, say, you know, DraftKings or FanDuel, some of these sites and their algorithms get to see what these rookies are? Do you, you know, you said you may have missed the boat. Clearly, the price has gone up on a guy like Simmons. But how quickly do these algorithms adjust? I'll tell you what, it's, the DFS has changed so much. I was reading some stuff uh, with Arturo and uh, Drew Dinkmeyer from DailyRoto.com yep. today. And I'll, I'll tell you what, the one thing they've done is they've gotten a lot better on their pricing. And in the past, we used to have sites that were slow about doing it and going about it, but now it just takes two or three games there. The best time to get a break now, it seems like, is only when they're coming back off an of injury, which Ben Simmons was doing at the beginning of the right. season. And uh, he wasn't the hot, flashy rookie, so he didn't even have a name there. He was just a guy coming off the injury, and he wasn't priced appropriately because no one knew what to look at him. 
and now it just changes two or three games and that's it. Even even in baseball, right? We used to get away with uh, Colorado, the first game in Colorado. Used to get a little bit of price tag, but now everybody's got algorithms uh, to take into account the court, home games, road games. Uh, they catch up really quickly. All right, fair enough, fair enough. It's Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata right here on Lineup Lock Live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We talk small forwards. We talk the backcourt. When we come back, Tony and I talk a little bit about the big boys in the paint, the power forwards and the centers on this nine-game slate in the association. Which Pelican does Tony Sincata trust more in tonight's game? Tune in. When we come back, you're going to find out if Day Martinez and Tony Sincata line up lock live right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Hello, friends. If you want to win at Fantasy Sports, wouldn't you listen to people who have already won at Fantasy Sports? I'm here to tell you about DailyRoto.com. Don't be intimidated by the Draft Kings and FanDuel Sharks, even the Fantasy Draft Sharks. The guys at DailyRoto.com have not only won a million dollars amongst one of the writers, but they've created three others. That's four people who have won millionaire contests from this content alone. Don't be fooled by screenshots. I was talking about $25,000 winners from other places. Go to DailyRoto.com where they have a proven track record of creating millionaires. DailyRoto.com. Tell them Greg Sussman sent you. Live right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata. And Tony, gotta tell the people about www.fantasyfactor.com. This is a great new site, especially for people looking to maybe, you know, dip their toe in the DFS water, okay? I like it because it's single-entry contests. It's kind of flatter prize pools, smaller contests. You don't have to worry about the big boys with their algorithms and their 20, 50, 100 lineups per contest. You really actually have a chance to win over at Fantasy Factor, and they're doing a $50 free roll both in the NFL and the NBA. Tony, that's got to be a good place to start for some of our listeners, right, so they can get some cash. Oh, absolutely. When you look at it going over there and playing single-entry lineups, uh, that's where you want to uh, want to go. You even heard our man Arturo the other night, right? He wants to avoid those contests. Right. Uh, so you guys can get guys like him that are uh, away from you. You don't want to play guys like him. So go ahead over to Fantasy Factor. And here's the thing. Don't be greedy your whole life, people. Right? You all look at these million-dollar prizes, $100,000 prizes, $20,000 prizes, and you want to win them. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? You've got to build up. You've got to build up. You've got to build up and then mm-hmm. learn how to play and not get killed financially and then get to those tournaments. Absolutely, Tony. You know, when I go to this, uh, the casino, which is every now and then, you know how, like, when you're at a table or whatever, and then they have that, like, little extra bet that you could have on the side? I call that the sucker bet. And sometimes going into these big million-dollar contests is the sucker bet. Instead, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, you know, I'm going to double down when I've got ten. I'm going to stay when the dealer's showing six, and I'm going to be in my small and mid-price single-entry tournaments over at FantasyFactor.com. But check it out, Tony. We got some power forwards to discuss. Up in the poll right now, we got DeMarcus Cousins, Boogies at 11,600, Anthony Davis at 11K, Blake Griffin at 9,300, and then LaMarcus Aldridge at 8,500. Tony, I want to start there with LaMarcus Aldridge. Um, I heard at the beginning of the season, he went into Popovich's office and was like, listen, this is how you can use me so that I can be a bigger scoring piece to this team and 
and I can kind of return value on the contract that I signed with the Spurs. What's What do you notice in LaMarcus Aldridge's game that may make him a uh, more viable DFS option right now? It was kind of crazy, the whole situation. So he was in Portland, and he was the guy that was a top probably five or six. Yeah, he was the guy. It was like Kevin Love in Minnesota. And they go to San Antonio, and they had nothing there at the time because Kawhi Leonard really hadn't established himself as a superstar. And yet they just changed him to become this defensive player. He wasn't a top option in the offense, and he was lost. And then he went in and somehow convinced Popovich to make him the guy again. And now he's back to being back in the San Antonio days. Uh, It's great, great to see him get there. He's going to rebound. They get him the ball. Uh, Kawhi Leonard's a little banged out to start the early in the season. LaMarcus Aldridge is back to being that player. And his price tag is not reflective of that. So I think tonight, when you're looking at cheap options, he's a guy that's in play. I think there are a couple guys there, like him and Blake Griffin tonight, are considerably less than those two guys in New Orleans. It can give you good output. All right, fair enough. Well, let's go down to New Orleans right now, though, and ask you about it. Okay, you got Boogie at eleven six, Anthony Davis at eleven thousand. Which do you prefer if you're going to spend that cash? Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Demarcus Cousins. Uh, when you look at what's going on here in Anthony Davis, both these guys are right there. They have the highest team total of night. It's almost 117. Uh, they thirty uh, percent usage rate for both these guys. When you look what you're going to do, uh, Anthony Davis has two games coming off an injury. There's only $600 uh, price difference. Nikolai Vukovic is going to try to cover DeMarcus Cousins. He's not a good defender. Right. I absolutely think that either one of these is not – either one's a bad play. If you want to flip a coin, flip a coin. Uh, but to me, I, I get DeMarcus Cousins a little ahead of Anthony Davis. Okay, fair enough. Let me ask you about a couple of forwards that are not necessarily on this poll, but they do in fact carry name value. I'm talking about KD, Kevin Durant, and then KP, Kristaps Porzingis. Zingas, both of these guys have incredibly high usage rates. What do you think about either one of them? Could I get Chris? I mean, because Kristaps did his thing last night along with Tim Hardaway Jr. for the New York Knickerbockers. Same kind of thing, though. Second night of a back-to-back, but they're facing a Brooklyn team where the pace is a lot quicker. Could uh, could I get Kristaps in my lineup at 8,400 on DraftKings? His usage rate is over 31%, Tone. Yeah, you could you could certainly use him tonight. Now, the thing that separates him uh, from those other guys is the back-to-back games, right? right. So this is the a back-to-back game. It's the third game in four nights. So they played the 27th. They played the 29th. Tonight's the 30th. Third game in four nights here. You go back to the 24th. He's a guy that had a 17-point fantasy game. Other than that, he's consistently 46, 51, uh, 49, 54. So he's certainly in play. I think it just comes down to the usage that you want to go ahead and you want to throw in there. Do you go Przingis one more time, or do you go with guys like Blake Griffin or Aldridge? I think all three guys can come up with big plays tonight, and I think that the schedule is the only negative on Przingis tonight. Thanks a lot there, Tony. And just to check myself, when you mentioned the schedule, the New York Knickerbockers have the Nuggets in front of them tonight, not the Brooklyn Nets, as I mentioned before. But let's take a look at some of these centers, Tony. With, like, which of these guys, you know, when you have the poll, my eye automatically looks at Cat, Carl Anthony Towns, but he's at 9,000. Would you take some of these other guys ahead of Cat? Who do you think is the values play? I know you like Valchunas at 4,900 as well. 
Yeah, Valchunas is out tonight for oh, people okay. out there. Valchunas is out. Serge Barker is also out uh, for people out there. Now, the whole thing on this situation, uh, Marcus is going to play, it looks like. Uh, I'll get a final update on that. But he's a little banged up as well. So we've got big injuries at the center position tonight, uh, which are going to cause some problems and might make a lot of people go ahead and, and use uh, DeMarcus Cousins or Anthony Davis at center. Um, what you got going on here tonight, Manu Ginobili's out. That's not going to be a problem for anybody. Uh, Marcus Saul is a guy uh, that is going to play, we believe. It is not there. He's a little banged up. There's a chance Brandon Wright could play. If Brandon Wright plays instead of Marcus Saul, play Brandon Wright at the cheap price. He can go there. Abaka and Valchunas is out. Jacob Paletti is going to take Valchunas' spot. He's already been priced up across the industry, uh, so it ain't a substantial bargain for anybody there. Um, that leaving all that, all those problems that we have at center. I think tonight, if you don't spend the money to go with one of those guys in New Orleans, it's going to be a tough call on where to go because you don't. You're gambling on. You're going to gamble on the situation in Memphis with Marcus Saul mm-hmm. if he's playing. I think is a way to go and, and look at it there. Uh, Nikolai Vukovic, who's the, on the other side of that New Orleans situation, is a scorer. Demarcus Cousins will not go out to challenge him on jump shots. Another guy that shoots jump shots at the center position, uh, which drives me crazy. Uh, he can go there. And Joel Embiid, we just want this guy to play and get consistent minutes. Because if you look at the numbers, the numbers are great there. So the safest play is the guy you mentioned, Kyle Anthony Towns. On DraftKings, the price tag is not high enough. Kyle Anthony Towns, because of all this injury news, is a safe play. Yeah, I was going to ask you about Joel Embiid. Every night Joel Embiid plays, Tony, I am going to ask you about the process because I love me some Joel Embiid. But I'm seeing 1.36 fantasy points per minute. I'm seeing a 27, 28% usage rate. And I'm seeing him in a game against the Houston Rockets, which could be an up-tempo, back-and-forth kind of game with a high total. Uh, I like me some of the process tonight. Tell me why I'm crazy. You're not crazy. Here's the thing. 38 fantasy points, 38, 42, 39, and the price tag's 8,100. So he's, he's in the ballgame. Of course, Joel Embiid, last game with Saturday, had to get an x-ray on his right hand after the game of against course. the Nets. X-rays are negative there, but that's always the problem with this guy is you just never know what the hell's going to happen. Fair enough. X-rays are negative, but then again, X-rays are negative. Let me ask you about one <laughs> other guy, okay, Tony? Because, you know, I, I, as the casual fan, I know that one thing the Golden State Warriors uh, struggle against is a big man down low, right? So let me ask you about a guy like DeAndre Jordan. He's going at 7,300 on DraftKings right now. I know the true usage isn't necessarily there, but do the Warriors have anybody that can board with this? This guy or be a detriment to him down low no 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 here's the craziest thing about deandre jordan this is the only superstar in the league that i don't think they actually run any plays for so basically he gets all the balls off the boards he scraps and gets plays and every once in a while they see nobody covering him and they're throwing the ball down low and he can get the, he dunks it right and that's the, all that goes on i think he's a strong play tonight and i think he's very underrated fantasy wise and you, you're going to have games that are duds. They're 30th in the league at allowing points to the centers, the Golden State Warriors. Now, it comes off Detroit. Detroit has a great center, defensive center, and they got 29 fantasy points there. But Portland, a Nurkic 37, 
Utah, great defensive team. He put up 40 fantasy points. Phoenix, no center at all. He only puts 22. That's the ups and downs of DeAndre Jordan and not having the offense go through him. So I think it's a decent play. And I think they should try to go to him, try to get him the ball tonight. Because I told you, they're 30th in the league at covering centers. So I think it's a speculative play. Uh, but there's ups and downs with Jordan. All right, fair enough. At only 7,300 on DraftKings, yeah. he's listed at 7,800 on FanDuel. But I think this could be a night, you know. I mean, maybe he wants to show some of those, uh, you know, show the champs what he can do. I can see some alley-oops coming his way, Tony. All right, his, let me ask you, how do we want to do this? You want to give out your NBA lineup right now, or should we wait until after the break? Should we leave the people in suspense, Tony? Uh, we'll come over. We'll go football real quick. So here's what I okay. got tonight. I got a lineup over at Fantasy Draft where you guys can go ahead and play. Little Monday, uh, Thursday? De- yeah, no, I got uh, NBA over at Fantasy oh, okay. Draft where you guys can go and play with us and go to the Super Bowl at Fantasy Draft. I got Rue Holiday at point guard, 34, uh, 14,500 over there. J.J. Redick. Uh, Philadelphia 76 is two guard, 8,400. I'm going with a cheap salary. I need some relief, so I'm going to take Patty Mills in San Antonio in that game against Boston. Kyrie Irving, as good as he is, doesn't cover anyone, uh, so 6,800 there. Nikolai Vukovic, 13,000. Anthony Davis, 20,100. Marcus Saul, Aaron Gordon, Jared Jack. Fair enough. That's the lineup to play tonight. When we come back here on Lineup Lock Live, Tony and I are going to tell you about a new wake. You could get to the big game in Minnesota in early February. Tune in for that. Lineup Lock Live. DFS Lineup Lock, sponsored by DailyRoto.com. How do you know which Golden State Warrior is going to be primed to carry the weight of scoring for this team? Kerr is one of those guys that, regardless of the score, realizes that, hey, we got all these superstars. And he leaves those guys out sometimes in the games when they're up 30 and 40 points, especially guys coming off the bad games with Golden State. It's much like the wide receivers in the National Football League. Weekdays, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. FNTSY.com slash radio. to Lineup Lock Live right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Tony, I know we've been talking about DKMS and how we have the Daily Fantasy Contest over there at uh, DailyRoto.com slash DKMS, and you can learn a lot about the disease, how you can help the fight. But check this out. We also here, we are starting this week on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network a trivia contest, Tony. And all people have to do is get four questions right on one of our shows. And we're going to be giving out tickets to that game where Justin Timberlake is going to win the halftime show. So if they check it out on uh, Fantasy Best Friends Forever on Tuesday or on Arn Target Fantasy on Wednesday, the hosts there are going to be running the contest. All you got to do is win four, is get four questions right about the NFL and uh, you know you could win tickets to that game what do you think you think our listeners are smart enough they're gonna you're gonna be giving away tickets right away Oh, no, I think it's going to take a little bit. But I think, uh, you know, if, if it started with our show, that's why it's not starting with our show, because our listeners are smart enough. It's these other shows that they're starting with the uh, less antiquated listeners uh, that are on a learning curve. And then we'll get to our show. because So I, I, I like that. I like that a lot. I'll tell you what. I'll get a sleeper for you. Go ahead. 
Janet Jackson will be in the Super Bowl. Oh, she's absolutely show. going to be there. Absolutely. Tony, you told me you checked her tour schedule. Leave yeah. it to you yeah. to check her tour schedule, do a little <laughs> inside research. I'm sure there's going to be props up on that also, you know, and I'm also sure that she's going to be in like a unitard. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, you know what would be great is if the, if the NFL had any sense of humor, and they might since they let the touchdown celebrations come back. Right. Put her in one of those uh, all, See like, through. it looks like. Yes. Yeah, the flesh suits that, you know, they're wearing Times Square. Yeah, The women wear the painted suits. That would be great. Little body paint. Yeah, I would be a fan yeah. of that as well. Hey, Tony, we gave out your uh, NBA lineup already, correct? Yes. So let me ask you this, because I know we also talk a little bit about that Monday-Thursday matchup over on DraftKings. Am I crazy to think that, you know, in the Monday-Thursday matchup where we got Chiefs and Broncos tonight and then Bills and Jets to start off, am I crazy to think that Tyrod Taylor might be the quarterback of choice? No, you're not crazy. Uh, I'll tell you the truth. It's crazy is that I think uh, Gabe Morency, of course, red heat and rage, that's the guy he likes. But he happens to be going to that game, so I think he's a little biased. I sure. think he's coming from Canada to go to that game. I'm actually like him. If I think he's the safest play, but I'm not going to use him tonight. I'm using Trevor Simeon. Hmm. If you look at the defenses in these four games, Kansas City has the weakest defense, and they've allowed the most points to the quarterbacks, 30th in the league. Simeon's been underplaying. He's got a salary of 4900 I'm going to take a shot with him. We saw the good Trevor Simeon in the first few weeks of the season. He's been terrible the last few games. But at $4,900, we're talking about a crazy price where I can get LaShawn McCoy and I can get a situation there. The first two games, 23 fantasy points, 24 fantasy points. And in week six, he put up 20 fantasy points. So at that price, we've got a guy three games. Out of six, he's yeah. put up over 20 fantasy points. Fair enough. And listen, we might have a fantasy reunion out there in a parking lot on Thursday night outside of MetLife. Gabe is going to be there. I'm, I hear our boy Frank Stanfield is going to be there. And I also hear our boy Benny Ricciardi is going to be in the building that night on Thursday Night Football as the Bills take on the Jets. Hey, uh, Tony, if we put in Shady McCoy and Kareem Hunt in that Monday-Thursday lineup, uh, can we still fill out the rest with viable options? Because I want McCoy and Hunt. Hunt as my running backs. Yeah, here's the lineup. I got, I got Simeon, McCoy, Hunt, Demarius Thomas, Robbie Anderson, who's getting a ton of targets. I like that. Benny Fowler, Austin Safarian Jenkins, mm. CJ Anderson, and the Jets defense. Interesting. I was going to ask you if you went ASJ or if you went chalk with Travis Kelsey tonight. You got to think Kelsey is interesting, but Austin Safarian oh, yeah. Jenkins continues to get targets from the New York J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets. All right, that does it for today. Tomorrow, Tony, we're going to dive into the association, and we may talk a little bit about the quarterbacks we like for Week 8 as well. It's Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata. We're brought to you by DailyRoto.com. It is Lineup Lock Live today and every day right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. See you tomorrow, Tony.